guys, welcome back to the pod. If you're new here, I'm Josie. I'm so, so elated that you're here because today is a very special day. It is the first ever episode in the Forward Movement series, which I've been waiting to do for so long. If you have been following the pod for a little while, you know that. But I'm just glad you're here. Um, So what is this series going to look like? So first off, my thoughts were just, I want to talk about how you can change growth from being a mindset and a thought process and just a general way of thinking to an actual lifestyle. Because I do believe that growth isn't just a mindset, it's also a lifestyle. But you have to be willing to make that for yourself. It's not just going to happen one day. So for this series, I'm going to be diving in to all of that. Um, If you haven't heard me talk about the acronym before, FORWARD stands for first you, other second, rest, when you're ready, apply what you know, restart if needed, and don't expect the flower the first day you plant the seed. So today's kind of just like the little precursor to the rest of the series, Um, kind of what you need to know, what you need to expect when changing essentially your life, your mindset, which I wholeheartedly believe changing your mindset changes your life. So we're going to start every episode off with a little affirmation. Today's affirmation is, I am not behind, I am exactly where I need to be. And I found that going to therapy for a while, tap therapy is really helpful in changing your mindset and your outlook on life. Um, And if you don't know what tap therapy is, you can Google it. I thought it would be fun to try it together. So if you don't know what it is, go ahead and look it up just so you have an idea. Um, If I had like video vlog recording of this series, that would be really helpful. But I, my camera's dead. I might start that though. Let me know what you guys think. I'll put a poll on my Instagram. Anyway. Okay, so I'm not behind. I'm exactly where I need to be. So if you know how tapping works, it's basically like places, there are certain places on your body that if you tap, it like triggers a certain sensory thing. Um, I'm most used to doing my face, which I know might feel a little weird, especially if you've never done tap therapy before. Um, But there's also an app that helps with a lot of this. My therapist actually recommended it to me. I'll link it all down in the description of this episode. But what I usually do is I take my two fingers my pointer finger my middle finger and I tap on different places on my head so usually it's like center of my forehead both my cheeks sometimes my nose right above my mouth and then my chin those are typically the places I tap the most um and I found that what's most helpful for me is to say affirmations when I'm tapping not just to tap because the tap in itself like a repetitive tap in these certain sensory places is comforting to me but I think that it is more comforting and it helps to shift your mindset. When you're actively telling yourself things, you already know, which is an affirmation. You're affirming what you already know. So start with today's. I am not behind, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm not behind, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm not behind, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm not behind, I'm exactly where I need to be. I know it might feel a little funny, but I found that If I'm about to have a panic attack or I'm finding myself spiraling, I can feel it, I'm anxious, I'm getting sad, going through a sad state. If I'm affirming myself of the things that I know, this triggers something in my brain, especially doing the tapping along with it. Um, Telling myself that 
no, these are just thoughts that my brain is wanting me to think, but they don't have to be the thoughts that I am thinking. And if you can catch yourself when you think those negative thoughts, such as, I'm behind and I have no idea what I'm doing in life, tell yourself this affirmation, I'm not behind, I'm exactly where I need to be. I think that that is one step in really moving forward in your growth lifestyle. So, okay, today I really wanted to talk about prioritization, which that sounds like a fun word, a fancy word. How to prioritize, essentially. So, like, how do I prioritize without coming off selfish? I think I've talked about this a million times before, but I want to reiterate. You are not selfish for knowing the things that you need and expecting to get that. Obviously, I do think that There are unrealistic expectations, which I think I talked about in another episode, but there are certain things that you probably aren't getting that you need to be getting. For instance, I wholeheartedly believe that everyone needs at least some point in their day completely to themselves. It could be resting, reading, watching TV, journaling outside, just alone with themselves, in the company of themselves. And... It's not selfish to ask for that, especially if you have other responsibilities that take up most of your time in your day. It's not selfish to be like, hey, I need a break. I'm going to go outside and breathe for five minutes, like that sort of thing. If you're at work, if you're at school, I don't know exactly how it works for school because I'm technically not in, in no, I'm, I'm in school. I just don't go to everyday school. Um, I don't go to school every day, I guess, but... It's not selfish to ask for little things like that and prioritizing those things. Now that you know that you need those, it's okay. And that's not selfish. I think it becomes selfish when that's the only thing you're doing and the only thing that you're doing in your day and you're not spending any time doing the things that actually need to get done or being selfless. That can be an issue. But people in your life should be sources for reducing stress and not creating it and I found that the people who are putting you down and telling you you're selfish and telling you that your priorities are not aligned with theirs they in themselves are being selfish which is kind of ironic but they should not be the sources in your life that are hurting you causing you stress making you anxious sad tired whatever those The people that you have around you should be the people who bring you the most energy. And obviously, that's not going to be the case for everything. That's not going to be the case for every situation you go into because you're going to have to be around people, whether or not you like it, who drain your energy sometimes. But surround yourself with the closest of your peers, the closest of your friends, who really build you up and give you that energy. And if you're finding that you don't have that, maybe take a step back. And that's a whole other episode I do want to dive into too, is just like on friendship. But just keep in mind that people come and go in life and looking for the right people and the right relationships is so hard. And it's not it's not as easy as people make it seem. So that's a journey in and of itself. Um... There are also going to be countless ways and things that you can be doing for other people all the time. Literally all the time. But you have to know that that is the case. And you have to realize that 
Some people are going to expect certain things from you, but you shouldn't just have to roll with all the punches, all the things you're taking on. You shouldn't have to be weighed down by all of those burdens. You should be able to kind of avoid some of those punches. Like, you know the saying, it's like, just roll with the punches. Well, I think in this case, when you're trying to take a step back and realizing that you're not giving yourself the love that you know you deserve... Um, or other people aren't showing you that because you don't know how to give it to yourself, it's okay to take a step back and say, actually, I'm going through something right now. Nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know what you're going through, what you're dealing with, what you're working through. Just tell them. And yeah, I guess just make make sure people are aware because when, you, when you're doing these things, it's communication is really key. When you're taking a step back and realizing, okay, me first, me first, me first. How can I better help you after helping myself sort of thing? And like, I don't know. I've also heard of the the different theories of like sleep. Like sleep should not be what you're getting after a hard day of work. It should be the reason you are getting through your day's work. Like, which I think is really kind of eye-opening. If you kind of change the narrative to, I'm going to help all these people so that I can feel better to I'm going to feel better for myself. I'm going to take the time I need for myself in order to better help others. I think that that's, that's, that's key. Um, also, just know your needs. When you're, when you're telling people this and you're communicating, if you know that you can't take something on, express that. Again, people are going to be disappointed. A lot of times for me, it's perceived disappointment. People aren't actually disappointed. They would much rather have somebody who was in it 110% than somebody who's barely going to get 50 because they're suffering from burnout, you know? So half the time, it's not even actual disappointment. But regardless, you're always going to let people down. You just have to realize that the most important person to never let down is yourself. And again, I mean, you're going to let yourself down too, but realizing that you are the one who is letting yourself down is, I don't know, that's, that's a tricky thing to kind of think about and express. Like, I don't know, really know how to explain that, but I'm sure you get it. Um, take time for yourself. That's so important. I think I've kind of been saying that all episode. Just realize you first, you first, you first. Change the narrative from, I'm not working a full day so that I can get sleep. I'm getting sleep so that I can work a full day. And realize that taking that time for yourself, giving yourself the sleep, giving yourself the time away from people, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's taking a walk, maybe it's breathing, maybe it's taking a step back and looking at your relationships in life. If you're doing that, that's okay and that's not selfish. That's not selfish. A lot of times you just need more sleep so that you have more energy. And people are going to see that too. If they see that you're really doing these things for yourself, they're going to realize that's the way I have to treat her. Like if she is truly loving herself that way, I've got to love myself that way too. But I also have to love her that way. Because if that's the kind of love she's showing herself, why shouldn't I also be showing her that sort of love? Um, So yeah. You also have to realize you're already saying no to things. This is another thing that I thought was kind of interesting when I sat down to do this outline. The, one of the first things that came to mind was, 
I'm already saying no to things. I just think I'm not saying no, and I think I'm saying yes to everything because I am partially a people pleaser, but I am saying no to things. So realize that by saying yes, you're saying no to something else. And maybe it's not as black and white as I'm eating a banana today instead of an apple. I'm saying yes to the banana, saying no to the apple or whatever. Or I'm taking this trip, which means I'm not gonna be able to hang out with these friends. Saying no to the friends and yes to the trip. It's not always that black and white, but essentially you are already saying no to certain things. And it's okay to say no to the things that you're taking on that are just too much. And you don't have to completely cut it off either. Like I'm not saying go out tomorrow and be like, like quit your job and stop doing all the productive, stop going to school, stop doing, paying your bills, whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, just know what you can handle and what you can't handle. And I think one of the best, most tangible action steps I can give you for that is journaling. I found that I have gotten to know myself the best through journaling because essentially it is talking to yourself and processing through things with yourself and coming to conclusions with yourself. And I think this is so healing. Like I definitely think it's necessary that we talk with other people and we discuss things with other people and we get other people's opinions. But I also think it's so important at the end of the day too, to know that your voice is also so important in your life. Like knowing what you know, and that just, I don't know, that makes you you. Like if I'm sitting down and I'm having a really hard time making a decision, but I know that one part of me is really pulling towards one side of the decision, but I don't wanna make that because everybody else is expecting me to make the other decision. Just don't even take those people into into account. It shouldn't even be part of your decision making. It You need to listen to yourself. And I think that it is important to listen to other people so you don't do like stupid stuff sometimes, but not always, especially when you're trying to make decisions that are going to really dictate your future. You have to know what you want. It's about what you want and what that's gonna get you in life. You also have to be kind about it. Like I think, well, you don't have to be kind about it. I would just say be kind about it just because I found that I can get really frustrated. I've gotten really frustrated in the past when I see other people who are not growing at the same speed, I guess, that I am. I can get really frustrated and really upset. Like, why aren't you just where I'm at right now? We've been walking through this together. Why aren't you where I'm at? I look at it like school. Not everybody learns the same way. Not everybody takes the same amount of time to study for certain things so that they know it. Sometimes it takes people three weeks to learn something by heart. Sometimes it takes people three hours. But that is okay. That does not make you any less than if you're just slower at that process. And that's another thing too, just stop comparing yourself to other people's chapters. I think I say this all the time, but if you feel like you're out of chapter two and you feel like the girl across from you is out of chapter seven, stop comparing yourself. Because how can you compare your chapter two to, you haven't even gotten to chapter five. How can you compare to her chapter seven, you know? And vice versa. If somebody else is you feel like behind you on their growth journey realize that you were once there too and it was the most healing thing for you for other people to understand and to see that and to be willing to give you that time 
to really grow through things. And also, like, age is a huge thing. Like, the more you live, I feel like just the more you learn. (laughs) I feel like that's so cliche. But honestly, like, the more life... And I've... This is why I love talking to, like, older generations. It's so interesting to me. And I have such a hard time with people being closed-minded about things. I have to realize that I am closed-minded. And, like, there are a lot of older people, too, who have lived a lot longer life who are closed-minded to certain things. But that's all for a reason. And they have felt so passionately and they've experienced so much more life than I have. So it gives it gives me almost a place of, wow, I really should not be judging these people for being so closed-minded when they're at, like, a chapter 10 and I'm still on my chapter 1, you know, sort of thing. So... I don't know. I feel like that's encouraging to, if you look at it in terms of chapters, because obviously sometimes you're going to feel like you're at a chapter two when you're really at a chapter five and you have to remind yourself those things. But I think that's when the affirmations come in. Um, Another thing. Oh, this is fun. This is a a quote that I saw on Pinterest. Um, Fill up your own cup and let them fall in love with the natural overflow. And I kind of put next to it, don't think by letting others have access to your cup, you'll be able to automatically have it refill itself. I think this is so important. I don't know. I just thought that was a cool visual because a lot of times it's like fill your own cup or look at your cup half full instead of half empty. But you actually have the ability to fill your own cup and have people fall in love with the natural overflow of it. Whereas like if you like and you have to take that time for yourself to fill up the cup that's what I think a lot of people don't realize is that it takes time it takes time to get to a chapter seven and I don't even think I'm at a chapter seven but I'm I know I'm on the way there and I know I'm willing to put in the time and effort not only for myself but also for others on their journeys so that we can get to that chapter seven and also everyone's chapter sevens are different I keep saying chapter seven. I'm not sure why I love the number seven today, but I think that that's really such a good analogy too, is just you have to realize, you know how every book is different. Every chapter seven is different. Some books don't even have a chapter seven. Know that too. Like know that that might seem way ahead of you, but maybe they haven't developed characters or setting or even just general plot line as much as chapter two has. Just realize that different stages of life are experienced every day by different people. And sometimes we're gonna be feeling like we're being held back by certain things, but that doesn't mean that you're at a lower place than a chapter seven, if that makes any sense. Um, But yeah, going back to the whole cup metaphor, you have the ability to fill your cup up I just wanted to cup up. Um, and I don't know. I guess just don't expect that other people are going to fill it for you. Or that if other people drain your cup, that it'll just automatically refill. You have to know that that takes, that takes time. And it it's a huge like boundary thing too when I think you let other people take from your cup. And that's, that can be a thing that you just have to navigate through in relationships. And it's hard to like give you a pinpoint answer as to how you tackle that. But I think that those are, those are just my thoughts. The only person you need to please is you. I hope that's encouraging. I think that that was one thing I was like, I just want to mention this. It's, 
important to love yourself so that you can love others. But in the end, you are with you your whole life. If you hate you, that kind of sucks. Not gonna lie. And like, if you never... If you're never open and willing to experience change so that you can ultimately grow as a human being, it's that's going to be a miserable life. And so I think it's important to be willing to take the time for that, but also noticing when it actually does start to happen. Because you've probably already experienced some level of growth, even if you haven't noticed or taken the time to notice it. Um, I promise it's there. Lastly, I just kind of wanted to wrap up with disappointment happens more often than not, but if you continue to love yourself, you'll realize the only approval you need is yours, which kind of goes with the last one, and I think I kind of said that earlier too. I think knowing this will just unlock such a potential within yourself to be your best possible self, like you're the best version of you, and also realizing that other people are on their own journeys too that is growth in and of itself when you can when you can love people and love people from a distance while they're on their growth journeys and just be supportive I think that that creates such a heart of or can create such a heart of gratitude for your own story and for others so anyway there's your little episode sorry it's a little shorter than normal but I hope I'm so glad that you guys tuned in today Come back next week for Other Second, which is going to be a fun episode, very similar to this. Kind of another precursor to what the big the big things are for this series. But thanks again for tuning in. Much love, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Growth. By being a part of the Growth Fam, it shows that you really care about choosing to see your own personal improvement. And not just that, you're also helping to create an environment where more people can have the opportunity to choose progress over perfection. Join me, your host Josie, next week as we continue to tackle all things growth, changing our focus from fighting the old to creating the new. Don't forget to rate, save, and download the episodes so that much like you, the pod can continue to grow. And follow me as well as other amazing and like-minded individuals on their growth journeys on Instagram at the Growth Pod with Josie. Keep evolving, beautiful soul. Much love.